If anyone should ever write my life story for whatever reason Between each line of pain and glory, oh, you'll be there. Through all my ups and downs, here it is. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened. Let me hear you. Jesus is the best thing. Come on, one more time. Come on, Jesus, that ever happened to me. All right, all right, all right. Now, that was James Cleveland version. Y'all got lost with Gladys Knight. Y'all got lost with Gladys Knight. No, bring it back to James. James Cleveland got it. James Cleveland got it. Uh, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. It's such a pleasure to be here. It's an honor, honor, honor to be here uh, to pastor and co-pastor cabinets to all of the ministers and clergy here, uh, to the chairperson and committee for the men's day, to the men's uh, chorus, and, and I, I'm going to start calling y'all the solsters. <laughs> I mean, y'all are singing up in here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So happy to see some family. Good to see some uh, bright star missionary Baptist people. Thank you so much. We, we won't tell Pastor y'all was here, okay? We just... <laughs> <laughs> Bring your greetings from Bright Star Missionary Baptist Church, where the senior pastor is uh, Reverend Dr. David Hunter. Yes. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, the scripture has already been read from Matthew 19 and 26. I'd also like to, uh, for those of you who are taking notes, uh, not just Matthew, but also uh, 19, but also 17, and then Romans 12. So Matthew 19, 26, uh, Matthew 17, 20, Romans 12 and 1. Amen. We're going to hit some other verses as we go along, of course, but I just want to make sure we have those at least three written for those who are seminary trained and are grading me right now. <laughs> this message is designed to encourage the saints of God to continue on in this walk of faith to those that have walked with the Lord and feel that they have lost their way. The word of God is lifted for you so that you can find your way back to him and to choose that, to choose that he is the only one that is for you and that can save you. We pray that the goal is for you to meet him if you don't know him and to find all that, uh, that has been said is true. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good and it's true. 
is true. So I pray that you give yourself that opportunity to do that as well. So the uh, theme I left down there uh, is, 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 uh, has been read. So I want to pay attention briefly, Chip, for the mountain. Let's look at the mountain for a moment. In case y'all wondering, was that the introduction? Yes, we're jumping in right now. All right. So if you go have something on the pot, hope that it'll be good and ready by the time I get done at least. I don't know, do we still do that? Do we put greens on the pot? Do y'all just buy it in a can? Which one is it? No, no, no. Because there's no glory in them greens. No, no. There ain't no glory in them greens. I just want you to know. Uh, okay, okay, all right. Just, just want to make sure I was home. I'm home, I'm home. My father, my father is, is a Marine. Uh, he, he tells a story, and if you have heard this story before, act like you haven't. Uh, he tells a story of when he was walking, he had the opportunity uh, to, to walk up Mount Fuji. Uh, he had that opportunity, and, when, and anyone that knows about that walk about mountainous areas, the air gets thinner the higher you go. And so as he was walking, uh, there was an older man walking, and, and he started to walk with my dad, or my dad started to walk with him. Ain't quite figured it out just yet. But one picked up a pace, and the other slowed down his pace, and they began to walk together until, until the old, older gentleman just uh, couldn't walk any further, and, and he begged my father to continue on. There was a lesson that my father was trying to get me to understand that I want to impart on you. It's all right for the older to walk with the younger. Every time I preach, uh, God is, is impressing upon me to make sure that God's people know that it's all right for the younger and the older to walk together. But there is a time. There will be a time where we as the older must make sure that the younger keep on keeping on. That's, that's, that's where we kind of, we kind of, uh, we, we, we miss the mark sometimes. We, we want to hold them back. Y'all ain't ready yet. Y'all ain't this. Y'all ain't that. Listen, we wasn't always ready either. I mean, can I tell the truth of saying the devil for a moment? We wasn't always ready. We scraped our knees sometimes. We, we got our hands kind of scuffed up, but listen, after we, we, we fell, we were able to get up, and guess who helped us up? The older, the older ones. Why? Because they failed. We all have fallen some way or the other, but God keeps giving us the power to get back up and to keep on moving. We must, we must be uh, aware of our surroundings. We must be aware of our surroundings. I teach, uh, I preach it to my kids all the time who are now 20 plus, especially to my daughter because she's just as cute as I am. <laughs> she needs to be aware of her surroundings. Especially now, did y'all hear about that one young lady that uh, they didn't find, they, apparently they found her, thank God they found her alive. 
amen, but they snatched her up. Now, this is a grown woman, a.k.a. all this educated lady, but she, she saw uh, something on the side of the road, looked like a baby carriage, and she wanted to stop to make sure there wasn't no baby in there. Then they tried to get her. They figuring out ways to try to get you, sisters, because you are our sisters. Don't, don't get it twisted. If God made anything better than a woman, he kept it for himself. That was your amen part, brothers. That was your... Okay, all right. So we want you safe. We want you unharmed. We want you to be, to be able to be free from harm or hurt and danger. That's what God continues to watch over us and protect us. So. And so we as men have to tell our, our wives, our daughters, our aunts, our mothers, everybody, that you are precious to us. You are important to us. Without y'all, there would not be. I find it very interesting. I find it very interesting that there's a lot of organizations now that, that are kind of keeping, and I'm not the pastor. Let's make it very clear. I want to put the disclaimer in. I'm not the pastor of Abyssinia, nor am I the pastor of Bright Star. This is Reverend Rami Stevens talking. R.A. if you don't know how to pronounce my first name. R.A. if you do not know how to pronounce my first name. Amen? Amen. Amen. If you keep calling me Romy, <laughs> R.A., okay? I ain't trying to be the one with the V. I'm Stevens. I'm not the other one, all right? All right, so there's a disclaimer. When I first learned how to uh, pray and how to read the Bible, it was my grandmother who showed me. It was my father's mother and my mother's mother that helped me to understand and to get this word in me. So how, why am I all of a sudden having an issue when a woman gets licensed, when a woman gets ordained, when a woman is called, anointed, and appointed? Okay. This might be my last men's day, so y'all just bear with me. Y'all got really quiet on that last one, so that's, hey, Pastor Cabinets, I'm going for broke. This is it right here. I was going to hold back, but I ain't holding back now. So the younger works with the older, the older works with the younger. Got that one point? All right, moving on. So looking at the mountains, the mountains can seem as though it's an obstacle. Although, have you ever really walked up a mountain before? I've, I've traveled some steep hills, but I have not been to the, uh, what's that, uh, uh, all those mountains that they have to take the people off of because they done got Everest. Yeah, there you go. No, no, no. Have to wrap those white folks up and bring them back down. I have no desire. I have no desire. I have no desire. But there were cases in which mountains you could not be able to get around to get to where you needed to be. So it seemed as though it was an obstacle because the mountains were in your way. If I wanted to get to wherever C was and I'm at A, B is this doggone mountain in my way. And I have to, I can't, I can't just pick the whole thing up, literally. But when we get to Matthew 17 to 20, there's a faith thing that says I can move a mountain. 
but I don't want to jump ahead of, of, the, of my notes. So, so when you walk up a mountain, not, don't, don't start to look at the fact that you have to go so far or out of your way to get to where you're trying to go. There's a lesson in a mountain. Just like there was a lesson in wilderness. And the Israel didn't get that lesson, so they had to walk around in a circle for 40 years. You got to be able to be aware of your surroundings. There's a lesson in all these things. If you just allow yourself to be taught it. We can be our own obstacles. I just wanted to let that marinate a little bit. Put the salt, the pepper, and the onions in it. We can be our own obstacles. Because they, 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 say, they, say, they say, you know, after you reach a certain age, you should give up on stuff. That's, that's what they, if you don't reach a certain age, you ain't got it by now, baby. Just go ahead on and, and forget it. Now, now Why? Why? Why would I do that? I know more than what I did before. And since I now know more, what has motivated me, what I, what I didn't have as motivation before, I have now. I, 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 wherever I go, I, I, I have to make sure you all know, I went to Central State University. I used to, when the choir used to come here and we used to fill these stands and, and you all used to fill this house uh, we, and we would sing and then after, after that we would have to introduce ourselves. Dr. Caldwell used to say, that, uh, uh, introduce you to the Central State University Chorus and then he would say, and he's, uh, here are all, all of the members and then we would go down the line. So and so and so, Dayton, Ohio. So and so and so, Toledo, Ohio. So and so and so, Western, whatever. And, and they just go all out. But then I would get up Robbie Stevens, Cleveland, Ohio, and then everybody, because they all knew me, y'all would clap and y'all would do all that. Thank y'all. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to ever thank you, so. <laughs> thank you so very much. It, it meant a lot, because I represent Cleveland, but I also represent Abyssinia. So by that, I went to Central. What motivated me to go to Central was to learn more about myself as an African-American. I didn't know anything about uh, our history like I do now. What also motivated me was the Baptist Student Union, but not for the holiness part. Because I, I, I'm sorry, I was, I was 18. The Baptist Student Union has some of the best looking sisters on campus. That, was that too real? Am I sharing too much? No? Okay. All right. So they, they had the best sisters on campus. So yes, I went to the Baptist Student Union. Yes, I was part of that, that movement and everything. But I was 18. I wasn't Joseph. Joseph, Joseph is, is a, is a I, I look at him and I'm like, wow, how could you? But, and I'm so proud that there are some people that are like Joseph. I wasn't. No, no. God was still working on me. 
praise the Lord. And, and you know, I, you can stare at me if you want, but he's still working on you too. <laughs> we can stand in our way. So what motivated me then is not the same motivation now. So, so when I, um, after we get done with all of the paperwork and the, and the finances and everything for Masters University, I'm going to get not just the BA, but also my MA. That's what I'm going to do. I got to get that and then get ready for my doctorate in divinity. That's my thing. But that's not a motivation that I had before. And I ain't trying to do it just because eventually I'll be pastor somebody's church. No, I want to learn more. I want to have, I don't want to have doctor in front of my name, care less about that. I'm, if pastor is there, if minister is there, reverend's there, that's enough for me. I just want to learn more and more and more and more. If you let your mind be open to these things, you will get more. You won't become an obstacle of yourself. That therefore diminishes this mountain now into a hill. It was, it was a mountain where there was thin air and you couldn't be able to walk up. Walk up. But now, now that mountain has kind of gotten smaller. Because you allowed yourself to open your mind. And you're aware of your surroundings. And you realize what was so big isn't as big as you thought. So number two, we become obstacles of ourselves, correct? All right, number one, the younger must work with the older, correct? Yeah. All right, moving on. So y'all know I'm a Baptist preacher and there's always three points in the hoop, right? I got some Pentecostal in me, so we're going to have four today. So this is, this is how that works. I'm sorry to get you all hyped up. Thought y'all ready to go, didn't you? <laughs> Y'all know her. My Aunt Joy Perry had questioned me, and I shared this with uh, Bright Star. Was it last month? I think it was. I think it was last month, or a month before last. And 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 I taught. She she had challenged me. What are you doing? Well, I'm working with the youth, uh, with the with the men's group. I'm uh, getting some things together for the youth department. I'm doing all this within Bright Star. I also am. Uh, working in, in, at, at Cleveland Clinic. I'm doing all this stuff. And she says, that's nice, but what are you doing? And I was, man, you hard. Man. She says, I, I'm not concerned about what you did. I am I-N-G. I'm always doing something. And we must be able to have that same type of thought. We, 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 we can praise the Lord for our accomplishments, but after you have accomplished and succeeded at whatever your goal was, what's next? We have, we have the, the uh, uh, streaming service for Abyssinia. We have the live for Abyssinia. We have the telephones for Abyssinia. What's next? Well, one would think, well, uh, you know, that should be enough. It should, but it ain't. What's next? There's a whole entire generation that's looking at us and trying to figure out what else can we do. So I can usher, yeah. I can sing in the choir, yeah. I can, I can do liturgical dancing, yes. I can do all that stuff. What else? 
Because there's a younger generation that's looking, they're hungry, they want that type of discipline, they want that word, they need to have men in their lives that are looking good and, 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 and are respectful and are honorable and they want to see that. But what else are you doing? This is on men's day, which means who's getting the challenge first? Give up the gold star to the deacon. He got it. So y'all thought that was rhetorical. I'll let you know when it's rhetorical. I need to hear from y'all. That's why y'all here. Help a brother out, please. Protocol has its place, and I understand that. Where is the faith? Matthew 17 and 20. Y'all remember that? Talking about mustard seed faith. And if you had the faith the size of a mustard seed, you'd be able to tell the mountain to move. I did my homework. We have an elevator project that's coming up at Bright Star. We have a project that's coming up. They're going to take out part of the, uh, the building, the wall, and, and, and put this ad on this addition so that we can have an elevator. We have a little chair to help the sisters and the brothers and me along, but, but you know, we get the elevator, we get a little more people in. Now, that's a costly thing, and, 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 and I tell you, sidebar, the uh, funeral homes will like this better because they don't have to, you know, because this is the way the church is set up. So, so they, they, we can get it in, get everyone in. Everybody can worship, can get the air conditioned, get, hear the word of God, and then go on be happy and learn and keep on going. They come back to church on everything. So we got this project going on. But there's, there's, there's a, the protocol, but then there's a need. That's not tied. When you have these extra type of things that you need, that's not tied. Tithing is concerned about the upkeep of this Simple. Get that, don't get, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. That's tithe. That's no, that, that's tithe. Am I clear? Is that, is that clear enough? Okay, so when we have these projects of different needs that need to be met, we have to therefore not look at the tithe. We have to look at who? Ourselves. It requires the work of ourselves. Who can we talk to? How much can you give? How much can you commit to give? How much can you do this? Okay, well, I know we're not Catholic because the Catholic people, they, they, uh, they go head on and have their raffles and stuff. <laughs> I mean, before I left, before I left Cleveland 20-some years ago, they used to have 19-whatever or 2,000-whatever cars sitting in front of their churches, and there was a raffle going on. Y'all remember seeing that stuff? Now they have little festivals and they give you those old dry meatballs and stuff. But if they save, they, they're trying to raise money for the projects that they have. Now, now I'm not saying that that's what, that's what the Baptist church need to do. I'm not saying that at all. But there's enough kappas, alphas, q's, iotas, sigmas, deltas, a.k.a.s, semi gamma rows, zetas. Now, I know y'all showed enough raffles. And that whatever y'all raffle off, 
your, the proceeds can go to whatever project that's going on at the church. I told you I was going all out. I told you it was coming. It's not like I didn't warn you. Yeah, y'all could, I mean, if you're down there at Jackson over there, if this was down there, the least you could do was go head on. Oh, I'm the only one to know that the number is over 800 some million or whatever it is. I'm, I'm by myself, no, I ain't. I'm not saying go play it, but I know you do. So you might as well go ahead and give the winnings to some of the church. I ain't going to tell you no. You can put it in my hand. I'm not going to tell you no. I'm not going to ask you how you got it or anything. God bless you. May the Lord continue to shine on you. There's three types of individuals that, are, that come to church now. We have the sensual. That, that they, they, they about whatever uh, uh, appeals to their appetite. Whatever it is. Whenever they can. Whoever they can. They have no word in them. But they come to church. You have the soulish. The soulish individuals. They, they, they are masters of their emotions and they're, they're, uh, they are strong and intent on, and willed, strong willed, and they're very knowledgeable. They know doctrine. They just don't do it. They come to church. Then we have the spiritual person. Who, who, who knows when they just see or think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for them. They can't help but a, a, a tear starts to fall, a, a, a hand starts to wave. And I'm talking about just driving in their car. See, it's not just a Sunday morning with the spiritual person, but we have to be be sensitive, who are spiritual, to the soulish, to the sensual. Because we are all in this together. So this faith in which I was on also gives you what is called knowledge and common sense. Uh, uh, the apostolic folk call it discernment. You, you, get, you get that discernment. Some, sometimes we, lo we, we lose that when we get lost in somebody's eyes. By myself? Okay. We, we, get, we get lost in the conversation. Stimulating conversation. It seems, oh, it's, they want to spend time. They called me back. You get so excited. But you, you fail to... to, to to see the intent down the road. They, 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 they quote scripture to us. They want to pray with us. Ain't got near Jesus in them. Faith the size of a mustard seed allows us to be able to see these mountains and to see these sycamore trees that be in our way so we can avoid them. So we can continue moving forward. 
Romans 12 and 1. I've been going to the gym, y'all. My, my wind is up, and I'm getting tired now. This. <laughs> I beseech you, therefore, brother, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto Therefore, what is therefore for? Figure that out when you're studying. Because when, when you think about it, since God has done all this, since Jesus has uh, saved us, therefore, he brought us uh, with, with a price. Therefore, he laid down his life. Therefore, he never said a mumbling word. Therefore, he accepted me as I was. Therefore, that's what therefore is there for. For every mountain that he brought you over. For every valley that he see you through. That's what therefore is there for. <laughs> yeah, I'm closing, I'm closing. I ain't going to hoop, I'm just closing. We have Christ to be all that and then some for us. We must not pay attention in, to the mountains, however big or small they are. We must not pay attention to any valley, no matter how small or deep it may seem. As long as we have our eyes on Jesus, Amen. we'll never lose ground. We'll never lose our breath. We'll never lose the things that matters to us. Now, what? and, and let me really quickly exegete the text dealing with with Matthew uh, 19, because you didn't really read all of that before Matthew uh, uh, 26. If you had read the whole chapter, you would realize that Jesus is talking about marriage. He's talking about divorce. He's talking about giving up personal, material things for the uplifted of the kingdom. He's talking about even, uh, uh, it would be, what did he say? It would be hard, easier for a camel to walk into the eye of a needle than it is for a rich person to walk into heaven. Now that don't mean that you ain't got to be rich. That means you don't have to love the money that you have. If you put a love before Jesus Christ, then no, you're not getting in. And I don't care how much you done left the church. You're not getting in because you love the money. He talked about divorce because someone loves somebody more than they love God. Woo, no, he didn't. Yes, I did. Yes, I did say it because some of y'all done put that person, and I say person because, we, you know. <laughs> you, you put that person before God. And that was your mistake. You stood before Pastor Cabinets and us as a congregation said, I love him. I love her. And then after so long, you started putting that individual ahead of, and you, only, you didn't even start praying. You stopped praying. That's right. I'm trying to close. Trying to close. When we talk about mountains, I have to give my own testimony. At, at, at 20 and 21, 
I saw writings on the, wall, on the walls, and it was something I didn't want to read. But I had to accept. That's it. So by 22, I found myself, March of 22, I was at Bright Star. I had already preached there. Dr. Hunter had called, said, listen, you, you come on here. I had planned on going down to Greensboro, North Carolina. Didn't know where I was going to be. Didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that the writing was on the wall and it was time for me to go. God gave me the direction. He spoke to Dr. Kavnis, who spoke to Dr. Hunter. They both listened to the word of God, and they had me come here. And I'm so grateful. I know that. I'm so thankful. I know that. Because not only... Here's an example of an older walking with a younger and helping us along the way. That's right. That's right. And because of that, I, have, I, I was able to walk into a job. Not only was I able to walk into a job, I also found I had a place to stay. I wasn't homeless. I could have faced homeless. I was willing to face homelessness. But God said, no, I got something more for you to do. Now I have new suits that I can finally fit. That's not falling off of me. I done lost weight and I'm looking good. I said I'm looking good. Y'all supposed to clap in that section. I saw the writing on the wall and God gave me the words that I needed to know and, and, so, and so I can move on. But there was another writing on the wall that, that another person had got and his name was Dr. Martin Luther King. And he said, well, I've done what, uh, what happened. I don't know what's gonna happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead, but really it doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. And I don't mind, like anybody else, I would like to live a, a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. And he's allowed me to go to the mountaintop. And I've looked over, and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people, we're going to get to the promised land. I'm so happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord.